Yeah, you know. It's your boy. Listen, I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it? Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I'm your host, Takura, and today I'm joined by a longtime and good friend of mine. He is a fellow aviation and engineering enthusiast, currently working in data analysis. He's also a big time traveler, so he loves traveling the world and he's seen the sights of the world. I'd like to introduce you all to my very special friend, Robin. W- welcome to the show. Hey, Takura. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, it's been a while, to be honest, um, but glad to join you on this uh, experience, I'll call it. Yeah, I'll share my thoughts and uh, thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. And I'm pretty sure like after today, you know, you'll be in a more confident space to obviously to go into podcasting or also even feature on other podcast episodes as well because you've got that exposure. And I'm pretty sure me and you have talked about loads of things beforehand. So it'll be a walk in the park for you, I promise. Yeah, no worries. I mean, to be, it's my first time. Um, I've never done this sort of thing before. I do follow other podcasters, actually. I do listen to other, other folks sharing experiences like to gain things from them and obviously I know this kind of podcast uh, you're producing here is, is, is similar kind of goal is to just share experiences and motivate any any listeners or just yeah a good platform I call it and I think in such a time as well with this coronavirus situation I think there's probably been a pickup actually I've noticed people online on the, on the platforms pick up other other sort of folks or people producing more content now or because I know we're kind of in lockdown and yeah so like I said glad to be here glad to be part of the experience Absolutely, bro. And I know for a fact that, you know, today from the listeners who listen to your episode, they're definitely going to take away some key points and some key advice and motivations from what you shared today. And, you know, to comment on what the others see with what's going on in the world right now. And obviously it is tragic with the impact of what's happening with COVID. And you've also noted that, you know, a lot more people are now venturing into digital content a lot more. As technology progresses, the pandemic has also accelerated people's the whole adoption, I would say, of technology is, is definitely accelerated from personal experience of where I'm currently working. And in general, if you see on I mean, all the different social media platforms or businesses, uh, yeah, it's just if you're stuck at home, you've got internet connection connected to the world or the, or the whole internet. So that's your gateway in. So, yeah, as you said, the adoption has definitely increased, I would say. Absolutely, man. And, and as we speak, man, by the time this episode comes out, there'll probably be an advancement in tech as well. So it's exciting to see where, how far, or how quickly it's probably going to grow rapidly more and more as we progress. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but yeah, technology moves that quick. But that's the world we're living in at this day and age. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of all powered by this thing called the internet and uh, technology yeah absolutely man so you know we'll jump straight into it and you know i'm pretty sure our listeners are curious because you've leaned into tech and a bit of it you've explained where you're working now but can you tell our listeners you know a bit about yourself you know where you're from what you're currently doing and what you get up to in your free time 
Yeah, sure, sure. I won't maybe I won't follow a sequential timeline and tell you from A to V or A, a to Z, sorry. But I'd like to maybe go in to university, uh, I don't know, your listeners, just to uh, know, understand where, how me and Takura met. So yeah, we, we both, in 2014, we started at Hertfordshire, University of Hertfordshire. We both of us enrolled in, in aerospace engineering degrees. Uh, so I think that, that's obviously where me and, and Takura met. When we met, I'd, I don't know, it's something about Zimbabweans. I don't know, I wanted to highlight this. Because before I, even, I saw you around in the LRC, obviously, always putting those late night shifts in, you know, engineers in degrees. So a lot of late nights in the LRC. And then I didn't formally meet you. Then I just knew this guy is Zimbabwean. Just the way you were talking. And I think some of Zimbabweans are quite kind and open. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that before, obviously. I, I just knew you were a fellow Zimbabwe. So, yeah, so university, that's where we met. And then maybe I'll go from there and then I'll, I'll do a little play battle. So, yeah, I've done the engineering degree four years half a job I did have in my third year I was fortunate enough actually to, to have an internship this was actually abroad in Spain I was very lucky to kind of do like a one year internship working on uh, flight simulator development testing and just uh, certification of flight simulators like uh, quite technical complex stuff but that's what I'm kind of into so then came back obviously graduated 2018 graduated from half a job Happy with that. Great experience with a lot of people. After university, so slight, went to a slight different path. I didn't quite follow the engineering or aerospace industry or, or, or career. I actually uh, I work in technology now. I work in IT. Specifically, I'm a data analyst uh, slash data ar- architecture. So, yeah, you could say I think I didn't never thought of going into technology and IT. No, it didn't just kind of happen. I would say I've always been into technology, obviously, I know aviation and, and flying was always a big thing for me since college, since, since school. But then, yeah, I just started thinking about data and just information and just how powerful it is. It just made sense to me, logical. It's just more and more things in the internet businesses, I mean, using digital platform solutions and it's all centered and powered by data. So I just got really interested and actually curious about it. So then, yeah, I applied for kind of a consultancy job, did some training and then, yes, yeah, so and now two, nearly two years I'm working for the same company. It's a consultancy, but I'm based in a different kind of car leasing company, doing data analysis, architecture. And yeah, it seemed to be a good bet, to be honest. I know, unfortunately, during this kind of coronavirus situation, the aviation industries actually took a big hit. So I know personally some of my colleagues or people from, from school that done engineering, they, they, their jobs are maybe unsecured right now. So in terms of me, it worked out very well, obviously. Number one, obviously, I'm, I'm interested in, in the industry. And I think going forward, as we discussed technology, are kind of my skills that I have quite valuable. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've been doing. But yeah, I'll probably play it back now, just before university. Just for the listeners, I, I actually was born in Zimbabwe, but I moved to the UK when I was eight. So that was nearly 17 years ago. So 25 now, a good 17 years in the UK. But born in Zimbabwe, came over here, my mum, my two other siblings, my aunt and my cousins as well. And then from then on, it's been a journey just going through the ranks, I suppose, just junior schools, secondary school and then college, and then obviously getting to university. But yeah, so that, that's been the journey. That's essentially just a bit of me in a big nutshell. So I think that gives given maybe a good idea of where I'm coming and where I am. Still got a way to go. Uh, so I think, yeah, that, that's a good summary. So I think I'll move on a point you mentioned, I think, things that interests I like to do or things I do in my spare time. So actually, pre-COVID, 
Back in March and before that, I was actually, I was quite into salsa dancing. This is actually something when I was in Spain, actually, uh, I've met a group of people. They introduced me to, to going out salsa in. And then since I've came back from there to university, then to the UK, essentially London, I've always found those places where I can meet people, go out salsa dancing. But yeah, unfortunately now, because of you know, the situation we're in, all these venues have stopped. I mean, running essentially for now. So I haven't been doing that, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to since March. But I think another thing I'd probably add on, actually, kind of a key thing for me or I'm really into is learning, I would say. It's a, it's obviously a big topic. But I think that, I think Taki mentioned in the beginning, my travel experiences, actually. So I think this kind of was a driver for that. Just I'm always curious about learning new things, cultures I be, places and just people. So I think my life even going forward is just a, it's a key thing, just learning, because this is a journey that my approach is just a constant learning journey. So yeah, I mean, I did travel actually quite a lot during university. South America, North America, the key ones, essentially, I was quite curious about the Latino culture. So I was very fortunate. I was wanted to go to Brazil was a massive goal for mine to go to Rio de Janeiro, right? See the Christ Redeemer. I've all seen TV, the beaches. And then, uh, it was in 2016. I was there for three weeks, actually learning Portuguese. So, uh, yeah, a key thing in, for me is learning. And yeah, anything I can obviously share from the experiences uh, is just when you learn new things, it just widens your, your perspective of, of life, of people, what you're doing. And yeah, that's the journey I'm, I've been on tack. So. I'm not sure to any specifics on that, but I would say, yeah, key thing for me is just a constant learning new things and not just work personally. Absolutely, bro. And, you know, you've given a well-developed and detailed, like, intro and, and background into everything, you know, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm pretty sure I've enjoyed listening to it because, obviously, we met at uni and, you know, it's amazing how in the circumstances in how we met, it, I think it was through another friend who, uh, I think it was Amir, uh, I think. It might, it might have been Amir or Premier. I'm not really sure. I, I don't really remember. So we met in those circumstances. And obviously, we got to talking. And then obviously, I learned that, you know, you're from Zim, but you've stayed here for a large majority of your life. And you know, I think we, we spoke more about, like, how it is back home. And cause I know you also, like, a language connoisseur. Like, you know how to speak a lot of languages as well. Obviously, I put a little bit of a spoiler for the listeners. But it's quite interesting to you know when we're, when we're talking and we're conversing i think we conversed a bit in sean until we got to a stage we're like yeah that's a bit too deep let's go back to english right but you know it, it was interesting and you know to add on to what you said like about you know the route from going from aerospace and engineering to data and, and analysis if you think about it data is, is what's driving the world forward now and i'm pretty sure you've worked on this like in, in your workplace like but a business intelligence data and how important that is for businesses like in terms of making decisions and stuff so you know you're in the right area because you're looking at how efficient and how useful the data is and making sure that's used to make the best decisions possible from a data perspective which is you know that's a key part in itself man you are part of the team of unsung heroes as well because you know i don't know many of people who'd say like their focus is on the data side because a lot of people tend to want to keep all their work and stuff high level, whereas you get into the deep, deep detail, which is, you know, that's commendable. And it also shows that, you know, those engineering skills we gained, you know, you're putting them to effective use, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. That's really, really interesting. And I like how you also mentioned that you were an intern in Spain and you got into salsa. And, you know, for me, you know, if you can at some point, you know, you know, get me into that as well, because I, I need to make sure I stay active and, you know, learn dance as well as like, uh, you know, learning languages. Because, you know, when you said you love to learn, I'm pretty sure you'll be an excellent person who can teach others as well. And that there's a question in the podcast later on that will encapsulate the, what you said earlier. So I'm pretty sure you're going to knock out a lot of the questions today. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no worries, Tag. But just on the south of it, yeah, I mean, London for sure, when we start getting out this slowly, things start opening up, uh, for sure. Uh, we should definitely hit it up. I know we've talked about it before, but no, let, let's definitely get that in a diary. Let's get that booked in whenever we can. Absolutely, bro. We will, definitely. So on that, man, you know, building on for me, amazing intro. What would you say uh, your passions are, right? And what do you love most about them? Okay, good question. I think slightly, well, it does relate to kind of my earlier point on, on learning, but I'll, I'll expand on this a bit more. So yeah, essentially, I'm just passionate about just every day. I mean, people say try and learn new things. And for sure, I, if that works for you, it's great. It's a one small thing. I mean, for example, when I was learning languages, for example, I was learning Spanish, just sort of learn one new word a day, just build up, build up, build that up. And then you can get to a confident position. But that's just one example. But like I said, it's a big driver for me. I mean, personally, I want to feel like I'm moving forward. And I wasn't the same person I was in 2015, kind of, you know, software. I went, you got like a update. I've updated my system, right? So every year I like to look back and have a maybe reflection come December. I used to do this. What have I done in the last year? Am I the same person? What have I learned? It all comes down to that question. What have I learned? What have I become? What am I becoming? Those are sort of questions or things I kind of drive or So yeah, it's, it's a constant journey. So yeah, every... I said, I don't want, I want to look back and say, I'm a different person now. I've learned this skill. I've got this experience under the belt. And that's my approach going forward, to be honest with you. I mean, as the years go on or as, I, as we live our lives, it's just, have I just experienced new things? You know, I mean, life for me, I feel we all have different perceptions of life. Don't get too deep here. But for me, yeah, it's my experience, my life experience, not just what am I becoming? See, I know I'm, I'm working in IT technology. Great. My role is this. I can move up to this. I can do that. But not just that, actually. For me, a, a big thing is the people I'm with, like my close family and friends as well. Just the experiences going forward. I'm going to get too ahead and maybe answer a few questions ahead. But for me, it's, it's a big thing. I would say for me, it's just constant bettering myself. I look to just capture opportunities wherever that may be. If it's just new skill, speaking to, I mean, going and speaking to people in different industries or walks of life different cultures just talking to them and just that's a big thing for me as well just always kind of developing or expanding my perception and learnings so that is obviously a a big passion of mine I mean I I could mention other things I do actively this and that uh, which I obviously I'm keen on as well but I think big one personally is personal development which is just purely learning and um, striving. I know sometimes it's, I do go, go ahead in the future too much, planning and having goals and such. But I am learning now it's a balance, essentially. I mean, if I'm always living in the future, I'm never here. Right? I'm never present. So I, I know some people, are, I don't know, they, it's a good balance. But yeah, for me, it's slightly off topic. But yeah, just balancing obviously now I'm here, experiencing what I can now, today, not think constantly thinking about tomorrow and planning. Because I think going back to what you mentioned earlier, another trait of mine, I'm quite low level detailed. I'm a detailed person. So always constantly planning things. So yeah, trying to balance that out for sure. Enjoy the experience as it is now. But like I said, I'd like to come back in one year's time, in two years time, whatever, down the road, look back. Okay, that wasn't the same Robin as I was in 2020. 21, I'm a different one. I learned this. I had this experience. So that is a big thing in my life, I would say, tactic. Honestly. Yeah, and I think, you know, you've got a solid basis to build from there as well, because as you know, constantly a rate of reflection and improvement you know you're constantly picking up new things 
So, you know, I think from your in-depth intro, you know, from you saying born in Zimbabwe, then moved to the UK, you see, adapted yourself to the culture, went into engineering, then went into tech, then picked up salsa dancing and then picked up languages. You see, you're always in a constant rate of improvement. I do like the tech reference you did in your answer as well, because you're like, at the end of the year, you go through an update. So <laughs> a lot of people... <laughs> Yeah, update 2.2, 2.3, just analogy I'm just using there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's a brilliant one as well to use because it's catchy because I think a lot of the time we also update softwares on our devices and it's something that can ease better features and that's take that to yourself and what you're doing. Exactly, man. So we'll take that and we'll move on to the next question, bro. And this one obviously a bit of a personal question. Obviously, it, it gives you a chance to think. But sorry, Tak, before we go to the next question, I'll probably just highlight, obviously, this is all my experience. This is my journey. And obviously, this is obviously, like I said, the passions I have. But everyone needs a different journey. So that's what I'd like to just highlight to the, to the listeners, obviously. I kind of scoped up or have my kind of goals or kind of where I want to go. Or some, obviously, as you know, I'm sharing my experiences here, but... When I meet people over time, it's like I like to say to them, obviously, when we're comparing things or finding out information about other people, but everyone has a different journey. So there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just kind of what you want, essentially. That's that biggest question. What do you want? And sometimes I have to look back and see, obviously, do I still want this? Or It's a simple question, but just ask yourself, uh, what do you want in life? It's a deep question. It's just the way I am. It's what you want to do in life or see in life so like i said it's all it's all different journey and then once you start it then yeah it's just capture as much experience as, as you can exactly man and as well like i mentioned obviously at the start of this recording as well that everyone's experiences obviously it's unique to themselves so obviously you're talking from your perspective and obviously listeners will be listening in we have to look at their scenarios individually but most importantly just focus on what they're looking at and obviously your testimony and experiences are a guidance or a precursor for them to start looking at certain things they may not have been thinking about because what tends to happen is you know people listen and they relate and then they think oh i never thought of this right so there's that as well yeah for sure mm, yeah go on. and just one more thing just to highlight as well i like to say is, is comparison i mean when you see other people doing well or not so well it's just this thing of comparison i think or just if i remember a quote maybe not quite exactly word for word but something like it goes like the biggest thief of joy is comparison so it's like if you're comparing your, your situation or your journey to other persons and others see for example they're very successful in whatever they do then it's a thief of your enjoyment i mean because you're constantly comparing okay this person has got this or has done this or is here in life and I'm, I'm not there yet or something along the lines but it comes down to comparison and sometimes I'm, so I speak to these deep conversations with my friends or family it's just don't compare yourself to anyone else because you're all unique here we all have our different journeys and experiences right so my journey which I'm on is completely different to you so we can't compare it's like we only there's no competition the only competition is against yourself right to better yourself when I was younger, or I used to have that mistake, to be honest. I used to compare myself to other people doing well in certain parts of life. And I did become un- sometimes unhappy, though, not unhappy, but frustrated, I think, more. But I just come to tell myself, it's just I'm, I'm only competing against myself. I have my own specific journey here. And if I just follow the process, which is a key part, and, I, and, and patience, and then you get there. And that's it. So, yeah, just comparison is a big one. If people just try to avoid that and just focus on themselves, I, I recommend just from my perspective here. Yeah? Exactly. And it's quite crucial as well, because obviously we're all running a different race. I think if you've ever seen his videos, you might have seen it. Demi Demi on Instagram. 
I'm not sure about that one. Is this some? Uh, I'll send you some of his clips. But like, he, he talks about we're all running a race, but we're all running a different race, unique to ourselves. So we can't run. I can't run the race you're running because your race is obviously it's unique to you and your circumstances and your situation. And obviously you can't run my race because it's unique to me, my situation, my circumstances. So it's about how we can effectively support each other in each other's journeys. And obviously pitch in ideas, advice and support where possible as well, but not actually try and do the same thing that you're doing. Because for me, you are brilliant for actually going into data analysis and stuff. For me, I can do data analysis, but only to a certain extent, whereas you are going that one step further, right? And the other part is probably, you know, your ability to pick up languages. I think for me, I've acknowledged that I'm going to be really, really slow at learning languages and that's okay. As long as I have support systems in place, I speak to you, I speak to other people, you know, who are very good at learning new languages and I learn the best ways of picking up a language. And obviously not to speak to a fluent stage, but enough to have a conversation with the local. Let's say if we go to Brazil, being able to speak with the local Brazilian in Portuguese, going to Spain, being able to converse in Spain, they may laugh at my my Spanish, but at least I'll be able to converse with them. Spanglish, you like? Yeah, Spanglish. Ah, do, wait, do they speak Spanish and English? Yeah, it's a combination of the two. I was mostly speaking Spanglish and Spanish, to be honest. But I was trying. you got to try. That's, that's how you learn, right? Exactly. And I think at the same time, the person you're, you're trying to talk to will acknowledge that you are actually trying and you're not shielding. What you're trying to do is you're trying to build the bridge between you and that person. That's a key point there, yeah. And you're not like, let's say if you're standing with two separate cliffs, right, and there's a gap in between, like a, a deep hole in between, you're essentially building the bridge, right, to get to that person and obviously network with them. And you're not standing on the, on the other side of the hole and you're just trying to talk in English and hope that they understand or try and make them understand. Because, you know, when you go into somebody else's home or in, so you visit another country, obviously you're going there and you're adapting yourself to the cultures and beliefs of that country right so you have to adapt yourself and make sure that you are respecting what they've come up with and what they do as well so that's another important thing yeah that's it and i think that's like the key word essentially that is being proactive about learning or, or trying so that's the key word for me essentially just take the initiative and, and give it a go whether 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 it may be learn a language or a skill or something that you're not so good at at the beginning i don't know but be pretty proactive yeah Absolutely, bro. Yeah, being proactive and learning and making sure that you're, you are there as well. So that's really, really important. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question. I'm pretty sure you're going to love this question because I encourage you obviously to, to say as much as you want to as well. You know, who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? Okay. Um, so one person comes to mind uh, quite quickly with this question, to be honest. It's my mother, to be honest. Reason being, well, why? So essentially comes back when we moved from Zimbabwe to the UK. So we moved and it was just her, uh, my mum raising essentially myself, my two older siblings. And I mean, my mum is Polish. And so, I mean, first of all, when she moved to Zimbabwe, I think she did obviously, she was with my father at the time. I mean, she didn't even know English. She only spoke Polish when she first went. She learned English and obviously had a great childhood growing up there. And then she obviously became to the UK and kind of grafted essentially for the betterment of all three of her kids. So, and constantly, she's always strives, as I think most parents and mothers was the best for us, but just her journey where she obviously, she understood like our education was a priority. So she always kind of guide us or steer us in that direction and make sure that is a, one of our core values we have to get to obviously a good level of education and ultimately a, a career after. So her journey just, I mean, coming from Poland and obviously she just took a gamble of going, obviously going to Zim, having a, a life there. And then obviously at the time, Zim wasn't the best 
best place. And she, she wanted the best, obviously, for us. Like I said, just education-wise, quite a few of our friends from Zim came to the UK and then she took that gamble again by herself. She worked to, to buy the tickets herself for all of us. And yeah, just a constant drive, essentially. That's kind of a big motivation. She's a biggest part of my life in terms of just obviously being that person just to hopefully inspire and then for me to obviously, for me to achieve my goals or for me to have my drive. I would say that, yeah, that's essentially it. Just big inspirator for myself. And yeah, just on the education piece. So luckily all three of us, me, my brother, my sister, we all went to university. Both of went to master's level. Me, just bachelor level. I was done. I didn't want to pursue a master's. So yeah, very successful. You could say she's done a job great. She's got us to that end point where now all of us obviously own our careers and we can obviously build upon on what she's laid the foundations for us. Uh, but I will just obviously mention my father as well because coming from Zimbabwe, I think we both know this. I think maybe listeners might maybe as well kind of maybe appreciate from maybe African countries or maybe developing world countries, shall we call them. I think we value education as a big part of family life there. So my father obviously been in Zimbabwe as well. The education was always with him as well, obviously. In his work and his life, he grafted as well. He got, he went to university from, come from Zimbabwe, definitely got value his education. So I think my drive came mostly from my dad and, and mother on that front. But yeah, just to kind of close it out, just my mother's journey, just seeing where she's come from, from, like I said, that communist Poland country where she wasn't able to do much in, in such a country. I met my, my father there. He, he went to study to Poland. That's where they met. And she went to Poland, obviously. I've so went to Zimbabwe after that and then came to the UK after that. And just the journey we've been on, just grinding and wanting the best for us and achieving that. And then now we are all sufficient and hopefully uh, she can take the full of the gas on our bit and we can uh, reverse that and uh, obviously support her, which obviously close, all of us are really close bunch. So I'll probably end it on that, on that point, Dad. All right, that's all right, bro. And, you know, you've given a well detail. Obviously, shout out to your mum and dad. You know, they've added into your life, you know, obviously from different angles. But, you know, it's, it's really, really inspiring how, you know, they've both had a significant impact and obviously a positive impact on you and your, your, your beliefs and how you view things and how you've taken on challenges and things going forward. Because I think that's really, really inspiring. Like, obviously, from your mom's perspective, you know, going into something, obviously not thinking too much and obviously planning like carefully and cautiously, but, you know, just taking a risk and then and going for it man that's really really inspiring because obviously when you take risk obviously there's high risk high reward and you learn a lot quicker and you learn a lot more and you gain a lot more value from that so you know obviously shout out to your mom and obviously shout out to your dad for giving you that knowledge giving you that wisdom as well and you know to add you know coming from zim you know the both of us we've got a great appreciation for obviously the, the circumstances we're living in right now and a great appreciation from where we came from as well because you know zim obviously it's not in the best place right now and obviously we eventually bounce back me and you both know this oh the Zimbabwean people the tenacity they have always put long term yeah, optimistic about the situation but it's like that I mean, I mean you raised the point actually essentially summarises my mum and why she's been a massive inspiration it's whatever she's wanted in life she gets it she goes out and gets it like she doesn't think maybe sometimes we think too much or plan too much when she has something in her mind that can take off, for example, bringing us to the UK, she just knows she's, she's got to do it. There's no other option. So that's what I've taken from her. And yeah, it's, it's a great thing that you've highlighted there. Just once you just don't take any risk of just wanting something and just not accepting no for an answer or, or bending the universe to bring that to you. So yeah, that's the thing with my mum, anything. She just figured out a way of getting it. That is definitely, like you said, a shout out to both of them. <laughs> 
Exactly, man. And it's very, very appreciative because obviously, you know, growing up in the Miz, as a lot of people call it, like a lot of people who are overseas, you know, call Zimbabwe, but growing up in the Miz, you know, it, it was amazing. Like the country was beautiful. And obviously, you know, in, in unfortunate circumstances, things happened. And now that we're here, like it's given us a great appreciation for living there and then also coming here and living here. So we keep some of our traditions as well. Like it's the only way we can do it, you know, with barbecues and stuff like that. And, you know, this is one of the favorites for me, man. But yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Absolutely, man. And, you know, we'll move on to the next question. I'm pretty sure this one will also, like, give you a bit of joy as well. But, like, the next question, obviously, what experience would you say you've gone through, right, that has shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? Okay. Um, I think I've touched on this a bit. Well, not touched on it, but I've mentioned it. I'll give an example of a hardship experience uh, which I had. It was a bit of sweet, not too much hardship, but in some perspective it was. I think I, I mentioned earlier, I went to Spain for a year to work out there. So this was a, a big thing. I'm not known anyone in that country, in Madrid. Obviously, I had a few contacts at the kind of issue I managed to get. But it was, it was a big unknown for me. So yeah, when I got there, I mean, you could say, obviously, I mean, luckily it was a company which you could speak in English and such, but obviously it was the majority of all Spanish people there. So I didn't want to always be the one, okay, this guy only speaks in English. So that's why I took it upon myself to just learn Spanish. So I was taking night classes, I think twice a week it was, just to obviously get to a good level where I didn't want just them to speak to me in English. So I was actually the one speaking in Spanish or Spanish with them. But at some point of that experience there, like I said, because if you're going into the unknown and not knowing anyone, one, it was uh, it was a bit of a hardship at, at the beginning, I would say for sure at the beginning. So I did struggle a bit, to be honest. Just kind of like I said, not fitting in, but I mean just getting myself into a good place where I could hopefully conversate in Spanish with my workmates, and then as well outside of obviously work, just experiencing other things, traveling around Madrid and Spain as well. So it was a bit a struggle at first, but I think kind of I, I did. I was lucky. I, I started to meet people actually for my Spanish classes at night. This is where actually I met the, the few people that actually got me to salsa. Because if you know all of them, obviously, were Spanish people, if you love them, I mean, I'm from France, a few folks from there, a few other European countries. But yeah, I mean, to, to kind of answer the question, yeah, I mean, when you just actually, when you're kind of a bit timid at first or a bit kind of afraid to take the risk of, I don't know, just going out there and putting yourself out there essentially just to meet people was a bit grim. But then, like I said, once I started getting this group of people together, learning Spanish and in the salsa, so I was taking salsa classes with them. I guess you appreciate just not just the Spanish culture, but I mean, just the different cultures they're from and different people come together on a common thing that we both like which is salsa dancing going out a few nights uh, of the week and yeah that was a good laugh to be honest so I think just to give that a summary yeah just when you put yourself out there proactive to meet people or do something new I wasn't forced if I wanted to learn the Spanish and I said got into the salsa fire that route but yeah then from then on yeah then on I had, a, I had a great time the first step was the hardest step just like I said new country not knowing anyone it's like okay what do I do where do I go apart from off the work and then okay just take the initiative of if I'd go out learn Spanish and meet people but like I said just to, yeah, the first step is always a hard point in my experience this example it was maybe other things in life or whatever it may be it's just the first step of the unknown I'd say essentially comes out to that the unknown if you take that first step from there it's seamless so then it just kind of then it just works out fine I mean might have had a worry okay or what if I look like this or myself look stupid or those kinds of things in, in your mind right the kinds of that person in your head that's talking to you every day or you with 24-7 but yeah uh, like I said uh I grew a lot from this experience, actually, not just see what I learned on the job and in, on what I was doing technically, but as a person, I think I learned more as a person, I'd say, about myself. Like I said, not just what I was doing, but just knowing I can take that risk by myself. Yeah. As I was going to a different country, a different language, didn't do anyone, all that. 
and just and to be successful. I mean, I've done nine months there. I managed to do tasks I had a hand. So that was successful in terms of for my studies, get that kind of closed out I did. And then plus on top of that, the experience I had of obviously learning Spanish, meeting the people, traveling around Spain and going to different, I went to Portugal as well, to other chance, really close by to the chance opportunity to go to Italy, I went to Rome as well. I was getting these cheap flights you see at the time from Madrid, Barcelona as well. I think I've my friends met me out there. But I think, yeah, personally, I was a big, and I came back obviously a different person, as I said earlier, from the experiences I had there and just knowing, okay, just take that first step, take that risk and then the rest will work itself out uh, just trust yourself have faith in yourself I think that's another big thing for me as well having confidence in yourself that you can do this whatever the challenges you face in life or it's just believing in yourself obviously yes have some more of a plan but sometimes that planning only goes so far it's just taking that step and then I said earlier on the universe if it's meant to be just well, obviously if it's meant to be just make it be essentially it's up to you no one else is often I know you get support from family and friends but obviously we are that person ahead 24-7 so we're the ones that can control decisions we make or actions we take more or less I'm a big believer of that just purely we can control it just purely our going forward how you want things to play out just take that upon yourself and trusting yourself in the process so I don't know if I diverted a bit from the original question but yeah a big thing I would say obviously from this experience this challenge I had the positive I had or the optimism I had was once you meet those kind of people from different backgrounds and they have different journeys themselves and we all come together on aligning one thing it's just a hobby of dancing at night time whatever hobby it may be so that was definitely a great positive experience which was came out of it from obviously like I mentioned beginning was challenging so yeah I think that should hopefully give something yourself listeners maybe a good overview of that experience absolutely and uh, you know I think you know the fact that you've mentioned that one in particular obviously you've gone into detail about you know moving to a new country not being 100% on knowing what is happening and you've taken the time to make sure that you've given yourself the time to obviously learn the language you've met people got involved with other activities as well that have helped you you know get accustomed to the culture get used to everything that's also helped to a greater degree as well so you know there's kudos to that and obviously you've also knocked out the next question as well which is on overcoming a challenge and obviously you've outlined how you know brilliant stuff man and you you've obviously you've taken that into consideration and you thought ahead and you've knocked out the next question which is quite useful because you've outlined obviously the challenge you faced with language moving to a different country and obviously overall you encompass that as a positive experience because you've learned and you've basically dropped your gems on how people can also take that experience as an example and use and apply that to say okay you, once you start taking risks and building yourself up you learn a lot more and you can learn a lot quicker so you know with that bro you know we'll move on to the next question because I think you know encompassing what you've said about the challenges you faced and of with all the other things you've mentioned beforehand and obviously as we're working you know through things and now through our tasks and through our goals you know there are trials and tribulations and some things never really work out in our favor but now I'm interested and curious to hear from you what you think is the most valuable thing about failure um okay so I wanted to bring another quote which I, I don't remember hopefully I can remember more or less what it, it means at least I, I know what it means but with failure I mean the quote goes something like if you have haven't tried something new then obviously you, you won't fail but I mean it's like you've done nothing in, in life or if you don't try anything new right if you expect failure when you try something new so if someone doesn't like to fail then essentially you're not trying anything new and that goes back to the point of you're not learning or not broadening your experience or developing that's my personal opinion and failure is all part of that process so yeah I said I don't know the quote fully but it's something along the lines of yeah if you don't try something new then, obviously, then you won't fail or the other, other way around so I mean from my experience hopefully I'm going back to learning that you're always so surrounded by they're not massive failures but small ones if you if the way you look at it but 
the way I mean, my, I perceive failure is opportunity as well. I mean, to grow. So I'll try to give a different experience, maybe, or sorry, a different example here. Maybe for my studies, actually, I, I, I mean, after I know education, I said was a big part of my growing up and such. But I, I wouldn't say I, did, I got top grades. I wasn't the person to get A stars and A stars. I was the person maybe to get a few Bs, a few Cs, and maybe one, one or so A here and there. So it wasn't, like I said, the top top A student. But I think getting to university, obviously, to do the degree was obviously, I think, quite high caliber at the time to get in the right kind of results and the fundamental studies you needed to get prior to that. So actually, I did uh, three years at college. Usually it does take two. One of the years, I let's just say, I didn't do so great. So you could have taken that as a failure and I could have given up or gained that engineering degree but uh, yeah I didn't let it stop me I mean I wasn't going to block my kind of desire to go and study engineering at a good university so from that experience yeah I just kind of stuck with it I mean you could say just had that end goal in mind which is also in this case to the engineering degree and then just put in, put in the work in terms of just the copious amounts of hours reading books and such in the LRC for engineers or mathematicians or as I say in certain degrees and all degrees are different but for me personally I needed to put extra hours in because maybe I'm not the fastest of learners sometimes there's some things especially when it comes to just reading books and reading things I mean my mind works visually I like to visualise things but that's what I learned from that actually just looking at diagrams uh, but so, so yeah back on the point of failure so I like using the word failure even I just like to say it's, it's a temporary setback it's a step back very for now and then what can I do what action can I take to overcome that to get over that hurdle so that in that case like I said I put in the graft and then took me an extra year but at the same time worked out well where I got to university not 18 but 19 but that was my time that's when it was meant to be for me and uh she had an amazing time at uni the experiences i had and got the job done in terms of getting that bn bachelor of engineering as you know so yeah that's just not a point of failure just yeah just look at it different look at the opposite okay there's opportunity temporarily here if i've not achieved this or this is happening have a little reflection i think reflection is like well, the biggest or key point here is reflect on okay why did you fail look don't go too deep and get stuck in there but have a reflection and say okay this didn't work out because of this because of that just do the root cause analysis you know the, the low levels here just it does take time but not that much time but if you're serious about it or want to get over any challenge have a little reflection and then from that you develop okay next time i won't do this or i'll do this instead and then to achieve that so that's how my whole take an unfailing attack is just have a reflection after a temporary setback don't call it a failure because a failure kind of insights that is permanent but it's not if you perceive it don't perceive it to be permanent it's still temporary and then have your little analysis session with yourself or maybe other people to support you and then achieve whatever it may be like I said in my case in this example but I got what I wanted at the end I went to university and achieved and got my degree and then obviously now went on from then on that helped me to get kind of where I am now working in technology and IT it got me there and it's all part of the journey of the process and I just had that end goal in mind and took any failures temporarily and done analysis and then moved on and worked it out Absolutely, bro. And I loved your answer and how you've actually taken the word failing. You said it's actually, it's not, I think as well, it's how people perceive like the word, you know, failure. And it's temporary. It's, it's not a permanent thing. It's just a temporary setback. It's an opportunity for us to reflect and look at what's happened at least. And it's feedback as well on what we've attempted to do, whether it's worked out or not. And we could always find new and better ways to obviously overcome those setbacks that we face. And obviously immediately after it's happened, you know, we're now in a state of, okay, we need an action plan to make sure that never happens or reduce 
reduce the likeliness of that happening ever again, right? And I like how you touched on the example about university and how our modules, you know, sometimes you never get the marks we want to get. You know, it's a wholesome thing to say because I think a lot of, you know, students, you know, who go to university, they'll go through something and then let's say they don't get the grades they want, they'll get, they'll feel bad, they'll feel dejected about like, oh, you know, it's, it's not the grade I wanted. But, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for you to have a look at the mark you got. If you can get any feedback from, you know, your markers or anything or in, in any other aspect of life, if you tried something and it didn't work out, it gives you an opportunity to say, okay, why didn't it work? And you have to start asking yourself those questions. And when you start asking yourself those questions, you know, you're more likely to get the answers you're looking for because, you know, you're asking the right questions. And, you know, if it's a case of maybe knowledge wise, you know, you see, you give yourself time to go and research, you know, you look up things, you understand, you give yourself time to become better and become more knowledgeable as well. And also reach out to people, you know, who may have gone through the same thing and most likely or like be able to, you know, provide you with any insightful advice or any things that you may have overlooked in the beginning. So that's a very, very good example, but thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no worries. I think that's a good point you mentioned there, which I definitely recommend as well to anyone, is to seek advice of people who've done it before, wherever it may be. I, I know, for example, if you say you want to start a business or a podcast or do something new, uh, look at your network, your you know, friends, family, and just ask. It's as simple as that. If they've done it, if they've achieved it before, I'm sure people are more willing to share the experiences. People like, enjoy doing that sort of thing. So just ask, okay, how did you do it? And then they'll just lay down bullet points and more or less maybe just, this is how you do it. So I definitely recommend that just always seeking people i've experienced something before prior to you and just ask the question simple as that exactly exactly bro and i think in prime example on the podcasting piece very good friend of mine from egypt called alas he was running a podcast called statelessness that i promoted on my profile for a bit like when my episode came out and for me it gave me a good insight into what podcasting is you know, like what a good podcast looks like, what you need to think about, like from intros, outros, music, you know, all those nitty gritty things. Like I was able to obviously reach out to him and ask him like what he did and how he made his thing better and stuff. And obviously he helped me a significant amount in setting up the Potent podcast. So obviously shout out to Anas. Hope you're doing well out there in Egypt. So, you know, he's really, really helped me set this up. Yeah. That's a good point, because like, I did want, I, I was curious, or I wanted to ask you that question actually. Is how did you get into the podcast? I know the, the POTN, I know I'm from university, I know that was always there. I didn't quite know at the time what it was, but I obviously it's working out now and it, it makes sense now. But so that is the question then. Was it your friend here and that's, was he the one to inspire you to get into podcasting or what, what were your reasons? Yeah, it was a combination of things. So it was it was obviously like, I think I used to have always a constant conversation with a friend on the phone. And, you know, we talk for hours upon end on, you know, on WhatsApp calls, like when you can call somebody for hours upon end without it disconnecting you. So, you know, I was speaking with a friend and I was like, oh, you know, we speak for two, three hours on, you know, very valid topics. But, you know, I ended up saying, OK, what if we take the time to actually use our time productively and use, you know, all this time we're using to talk to each other to set up a podcast? so that's when it came about so i was like okay i want to set a podcast up and in the beginning it wasn't obviously because originally i was looking to start it with the co-host but the person i was speaking to at the time they weren't too keen on starting a podcast immediately whereas i was so obviously that's when i reached out to anas and also i knew he started the podcast stateless mess so if you're in our listeners want to go and check it out be sure it's on spotify it's on apple podcasts everywhere so when when yeah, let's give that go 
yeah yeah <laughs> you can probably listen to my episode again if you haven't already so when i spoke with him you know obviously he was telling me that you know when you're starting a podcast you have to think of format questions intros outros cover art the theme of your podcast yeah, in general purpose i think that's a probably key one as well which i know the old potn here so i think that's a, a great value add here with, with what you're kind of what we're sharing here is all, it's all to do with that was the purpose of it yeah exactly the values exactly the overarching reason why it's there so yeah like the questions themselves like they are tailored to the values of POTN obviously which stands for positivity optimism tenacity and nobleness for any listeners who are not sure and you know that's where I've built it from bro and uh you know it started that's great stuff yeah exactly and uh it's been a, a slow start but you know we're building momentum now and you know you helping out on the podcast as well is actually you know adding more momentum and adding more emphasis to it so i'm hoping at some point you know we break into what i'm hoping obviously for the podcast is you know getting to a place of consistency and just having obviously consistency and frequency of uploads that's it for me i'm not really concerned with you know ranking and stuff like that but if the ranking comes in you know that's also the bonus it's not an incentive per se but it's just a bonus added on but you know it's about getting the podcast to a place of consistency and frequent uploads that's where i want to take it yeah that's it. Great stuff, Tag. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question. And I'm pretty sure our listeners are also like going back to the questions now. But, you know, what would you say, Rob? What excites you about the future going forward? Going forward, like I could make the stand or I could have completely different views or ideas on this sort of question. It could be quite, yeah, quite vast. Yeah, yeah. It's your opportunity again, Tosi, to say what you feel. Okay. I'll give maybe two viewpoints or two different angles here. First, maybe I'll say technology, especially in such a time now, 2020, obviously this COVID-19 situation, but we mentioned earlier, sped up, increased the old digitalization, yeah, the whole adoption of technology or technology solutions. So, that, I mean, that's another big thing why I got into kind of technology in the first place was trying to look ahead, just following some of our well-known people, you know, Musk, and we almost should have heard of him or just these big tech companies or maybe people, specific people which are driving these new concepts or this new world where we'll live in in 5, 10, 15, 20, which we're doing things completely different. Obviously, I'm sure the internet technology is all around that, but that's something I would say I'm very much looking forward to and I'm to be part of as well. All of us will be part of it, obviously. So yeah, that's something I do Yeah, look forward to. I think that's the angle I wanted just to first yeah, highlight that, the whole kind of development we have, I don't know, in this country, in the world, as human beings, it's just constant development. And now the key theme or the key driver is the biggest companies in the world are technology company as we know amazon apple or facebook google all these platforms it's all technology based and i'm afraid to say it i mean all of them are based on data i mean the all the value they have is from all our data that's like, that's why the biggest companies in the world i think that just add that in that's another big reason um, not the grim part of it but just the reality of it is it's all data driven i think i think the quote i mean data is a new oil but i think the, 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 obviously there's, there's a positive which come out which will come out of technology and obviously data is answering the questions uh, which we never even knew we could ask even if we didn't know the question, we didn't know how to answer them. So data and technology is helping us to answer those questions and to solve problems or help us, obviously, I don't want to say species here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that, yeah, in general, I mean, obviously, I'm excited about that, just the development in technology in the future and, and how we can obviously better serve serve everyone uh, and keep us all connected. I think that's a key thing. It's so, so much easier now being connected. I mean, right now we're talking over, over the internet. I've got my headphones plugged into my laptop and you can, in your end, and now put, you can hear my, my voice, I can your audio just yeah it's all that connectivity so just to close that out i'd say yeah just excited what what the world of technology wise would look like or how we're connecting or people are doing business 
experiences or how we experience in life will be completely different via technology. And then the other angle I wanted to maybe highlight here is okay, what do I look forward to? I think my life experience, I would say as well, obviously I'm, I referred to earlier, we're on a journey, obviously all separate journeys. So what I look forward to is capturing more experiences to my life journey, my life experience, essentially. So just to give examples, I mean, that's just obviously memories, I don't know, experiences with family, close friends, if it's traveling or doing what I like to do, if it's salsa dancing or I like riding a bike, I've got a mountain bike down here, I'm in Portsmouth for the minute, working from home, uh, working from home. So I've got a nice mountain bike, I go in the woods, I like to be outdoors. So those are just things I like to capture more of, or just it's all my life experience. So going forward, that, that's what I'd just like to build upon my experiences to, to add into my journey and hopefully those experiences are all just the close ones and what personally I like to do whatever it may be that's what I look forward to life and just going ahead and just building upon that and obviously that all comes back to my learning as a person developing well just in summary it's just experiences and that's what my perception of life is it's just a, a bunch of experiences so the idea is to enrich those experiences into increase the frequency of those good experiences can't sit here on the other side of this uh, kind of line or audio and say it's all good experiences unfortunately life is, is not like that I will be positive and optimistic here but obviously the whole experience is a bit of sour a bit of sweet take the good the good and the bad and the bad so on that point I just like to increase or focus on the good experiences as I mentioned earlier and just captioning just increasing the frequency and the intensity of those experiences those good life experiences so that's what I look forward to those two elements one pretty much technology being a I wouldn't say I'm a, not much of a nerd but I'm quite techy now a lot of people are have to be techy because it's the world we're going to so yeah those two things stack out I'd say are my drivers or what I did look forward to in the years to come Absolutely, Brian. And, you know, I think on the first one, you know, the technology piece, yes, it's, you know, technology is progressing at a rapid rate and it's amazing how quick it is advancing and how beneficial it's actually, you know, allowing us to do so much like, you know, me and you. I know you're in London right now and I'm all the way up. Portsmouth, Portsmouth. In, oh, you're in Portsmouth. Sorry, apologies. So Yeah, I was in London till, till June and then I've come down Portsmouth. I've been working for them since March. Ah, right. Lucky I have some family in Porsche, so I'm the coast is here, outdoors, my bike. So yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Porsche town. Yeah, exactly. So, oh man, so you know, you're in Portsmouth. I'm all the way up in Middlesbrough, and we're able to record, you know, this podcast episode. Man. So, you know, that's a prime example of how technology it's enabling us to stay in touch and be able to do things. At some point, we'll probably do some video podcast episodes. So, you know, if you are able to come back onto the show, man, I'll be happy to have you on. You know, looking forward to that. You know, being able to actually see each other. Yeah, for sure. Maybe some of your listeners might be interested in just putting some names or some experiences to a face so uh, yeah for sure let's look into that when time comes yeah exactly exactly bro exactly and you know on the other piece you know i I can agree with you and it's about like life life is about you know building new experiences and build more memories and you know going through life and obviously ticking things off and saying you know i can be proud and say i accomplished this and i managed to do that and obviously that gives a whole feeling of fulfillment to it as well so 100% man and obviously I always like encourage that kind of I always support that kind of belief because you know it's important for us obviously like you know go through life but obviously not become monotonous and not fall into routines where we end up saying to ourselves oh we're boring and there's nothing we can do with ourselves when, when there's plenty we can you know we can be extremely active in whatever we do so we have to make sure we stay on it so you know with the next thing bro and I'm pretty sure you, you know our, our listeners are curious because this is on the work piece as well and how you've put in like how you've grinded 
figured out and been able to get things done and all that. But you know, can you tell our listeners what helps you stay focused and productive when you're completing uh, tasks? Okay, sure. So it's an important one, I think, productivity or getting things done, essentially. And my example, my current workplace, well, I'm sure a lot of workplaces corporate-wise are the same. Is it was a big list of things to do and you can't always do them. And that seems to be a priority or an order which the business, actually, this example, want things done. And then obviously that does fall onto individual tasks. So I think time management here relates to the question of being productive as well. Because sometimes it can seem like when you've got that massive to-do list and it's not doesn't seem to be going down and it seems to increase and that can make you unproductive. And in some cases that, that's happened to me. That's happened to me sometimes. But I think of breaking it down once you have, once you have obviously a priority of things and a sequence to go in and then it's just cracking all those tasks and easier said than done. But I like to just break things down into small pieces. My mind just... Have the exam question. Look at an exam question. When you're breaking things down, what, what's the question? And then just write it out, type it out. I don't mean literally, but just essentially it just relates to just breaking that task down into smaller pieces and delivering them if it's every day or doing something to contribute to it or breaking down where you can deliver it per week or per two weeks or whatever it may be. It's just having that task or even, even if it's a goal, just breaking things down. I think that helps for me to kind of get things done. Obviously, sometimes if it's in a workplace or outside a workplace, if you know, get a big thing done or a big goal, it's not going to happen. I mean, overnight or maybe at all if, if you don't break it down. Well, for me, that, like I said, that's what works easier. And then having that, yeah, once you've broken it down, it's something I do maybe on the daily or before I maybe start work or a task, and listen, I don't know, just talk about work here, but I'll just maybe write it down. I'll mention the work, just write my things to do today, for example, a list. Some simple, the way my mind works in the morning. Once I start crossing out things I've done, it just helps me feel, okay, I, I, I can get going here. Yeah? I feel good. I feel good. I'm getting stuff done. So, yeah, once you've broken those tasks, whatever they may be, into smaller pieces and you start ticking them off, the way my brain works, not just brain, I think people maybe get motivated or put the way I work. It's just I start feeling, okay, I've got that done. I can do the next thing. Get that done. And then eventually, I'll, I'll come end the day, at least I'm, I might not complete any, everything. Um, but I think that increased my productivity and obviously once as long as I get the things done which are priority got deliverable by a certain week or day obviously that's as long as those things get done and I think having that bite-sized piece of work and having every day essentially breaking it down per day if you break it down per day and then having that list per day I'll do this complete this per day and then go forth by the end of the week it'll be a task will be delivered and such so personally that helps my productivity I'd say this is obviously very related to work but yeah just to summarise that I'll just close out just yeah, break a task down or go down into smaller pieces and then try every day do something, not contribute towards achieving that task or, or goal that you have. Just try to simplify as much as you can. And I think, yeah, me just the way I, I like to just yeah, break things down and simplify things just not to overcomplicate it. And like I said earlier, if you just have a big thing in front of you, a big task in front of you, it could be daunting and you can procrastinate sometimes. I mean, like, this is all talking from experience. Like, I, I, it's happened to me before. And then I just obviously learn or was I got advice from I think my brother as well he's quite he's helped me quite a lot of personal development actually he got me into kind of reading a lot of personal development books and actually I, I need to give him a shout out to be fair because he got me into even travelling or even the kind of desire for me to go to Latin America and travel those countries 
uh, winter was all kind of from him. He's two years older than me, so he was the one to do it first. And I just, he, he was kind of set the example or just kind of took the first step. And then from then on, he kind of got me into these kind of reading books about personal development and learning and, and the languages and the travel. So shout out to him. But yeah, just to close out your question, the attack, yeah, I would say yeah, break things down into smaller pieces and just uh, exam question and then just start working on it every day. If you could do something every day, it was, if it's a small thing or a big thing, whatever it is, just something every day is possible that just works towards that. And I think that will help you get things done and, and be productive. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. And, you know, I, I like how you've captured, you know, having a task, right? And then obviously breaking it down is a lot easier than obviously trying to do a massive task altogether. So, you know, it's an opportunity for you to obviously to complete things in, in smaller chunks or smaller bits and pieces. But at least, you know, you've got a list, you've got a to-do list and you've, you've broken the tasks down to make it simpler for you. And obviously that gives you a sense of accomplishment and encouragement that you've managed to complete those tasks. And, you know, it builds up your confidence and momentum to be able to do those things. And then that's very, very important as well so with that right we'll move on to the the next question and obviously like this one it's more or less around how you've dealt with stressful situations as well so what would you say to our listeners you know what you've done in any particular stressful situation that you've used to de-stress yourself and obviously get yourself back to a point where you were able to complete a task Okay, yeah. So I can take a few different angles on, on this question of stressful situations or moments. So maybe I'll give two different examples here. I suppose it, it depends, like I said, on the situation. If it's a, if a workplace thing where you're stressed, if you're not getting things done or just only things in the workplace, I mean, it's all human interaction. So people are going to be stressed. I mean, it's a common theme. So I think maybe an example I'll give what I like to do or maybe how I manage. I mean, I think when I get a bit, you say, stressed, I think being active helps for me. I think I'd like to jog a lot, actually. When I was in London, most nights are after work and such. I'll go for a good jog at night. I think being active, that definitely helps us. Exercise, it helps. And then just yeah, refreshes and you, you come back after an active session. And then if it's a work thing, my mind is switched on straight away, essentially. So, yeah, I think being active definitely helps. And I think for me, I'm down here in Portsmouth now. I don't, I think I've got into riding more, so I don't jog as much down here. But I'll say I'm always active in terms of just being outdoors and taking that time. So I think, yeah, I'll say that definitely helps, I'll say. But maybe a, a different angle maybe to this question, which kind of relates to like, the previous question is, Obviously, if you find out what's causing you to be stressful, do the analysis on it, recourse analysis, and then find out, reflect, okay, why am I feeling stressed? Is it because of, I don't know, a situation at work or in life? Because I said, we're human, so we are going to feel stressed. And then just find out what can you do about it. Like I said, exercise is one example to help. But I mean, otherwise, it's quite nitty-gritty, but it depends on the situation. If it's stress in a relationship, just speak to people. Speak to the other person if, it, if they're causing you stress. Although I can give examples here of people that cause me stress. Uh, just joke it out. But yeah, so I think just reasons why and then find out, okay, can I do something about it? Most of the time we can. Most of the time all is kind of self-caused or self-inflicted, I would say, because like I said, everyone is different. This is just my personal thoughts here. But the way I perceive things, if, if it's a hardship, if it's stress i just ask myself okay why as long as you know why i think which majority of the time we do is always kind of a reason i think the my approach is just okay this is the why and then just how to fix it problem and solution easier said than done and like i said this is my personal what i do and might not work for everyone it might be different for everyone but like i said yeah those two points exercise helps and then just 
to a problem, any problems you have, stressful, why? And then just the hows and, and the, the solutions to resolve them because most of our problems are kind of self-caused, I would say. Well, it all comes down to perception, how you perceive things. And that's how I, I perceive things. Okay, I like to be just in control of my actions or what, what's in my mind or how I perceive it. And I perceive, if it's a stressful thing, just perceive, okay, it's a problem temporarily. Let me find a fix to it. That's just a logical approach to it, Exactly, exactly, bro. And, and you know, I've, I've, I've liked how you've, you've pretty much, I think exercise obviously is a key thing, like getting outside, uh, changing your environment is essentially key to obviously distressing because obviously if you know what's like causing you stress and if you manage to get yourself out of that situation, you know, take a break, you know, probably you reach out to somebody and talk to them or, or go see somebody or go out for a jog or a cycle, you know, you're giving yourself a mental break and subconsciously, right, your mind is working to obviously come up with a solution to what's causing you stress in the first place. So you can ultimately feel less stress. So yeah, I understand that, man. And you know, I, I agree with you 100% as well because it's important for us obviously to give ourselves mental breaks. And one of the best ways to do that is to go outside and uh, you know, take in the rays when there's sunshine and if you can cycle. But I think for me as well on the cycling piece, I haven't been cycling for a while now. When we recorded this episode, I hadn't been cycling because I was focusing pretty much on getting job applications done. But you know, it's, it's that piece as well. Like if you take the time to obviously do the cycling, you know, you feel a lot better in the morning as well because you know you wake up you go for a cycle you come back you have a shower you're awake and if you choose to go back to bed obviously that's up to you but you know for me i think it's quite useful to make the most of that time doing things that help add to productivity as well yeah well but i must add i'm not a morning person <laughs> i'm a night person so you won't see me yeah, doing an early morning yeah. jog or a cycle or even a workout you see me mostly get more active during the day and during the night to go to sleep but yeah well because that's my routine so but yeah it's the same theme in point just yeah, get out there and uh, you get active if, wherever it may be but I think yeah tech as well in this situation we're in unfortunate situation where a lot of people obviously are obviously in lockdown or working from home and people have families and the, and the houses and it'll be a very stressful situation what's kind of going on so yeah all, all of us have different maybe periods of, of time where it happens so yeah I'll definitely recommend exercise or any sort of activity kind of leaving the house during this time and Absolutely, bro. And, you know, it's important as well. So in situations where you actually like, uh, me and you obviously are not professionals on the whole stressful thing. We're just obviously enlightening our listeners on what we can potentially do, like in situations that help us obviously de-stress and relax. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's ways that you can also, you know, can flip it on its side as well. You know, if, if you're staying with family, you know, you can engage in a family activity, you know, can play games, can do things that are inclusive and you can have a laugh together, you know, encourage better team chemistry, like amongst you and the people you stay with you know and your family and stuff you know have people involved because you know when if you have the opportunity to share your joy with somebody else then they can share their joy with somebody else and it's a knock-on effect and it's going to build a really really positive environment and excitable environment to be in so everything can be flipped so you know we'll move on to the next question i think this question obviously it's going to be a, a nice opportunity for you to reflect as well rob but what would you say are your strongest qualities right and which one of these qualities would you like to teach somebody who would be interested in learning from you? Okay, let me have a quick few second think. But no, I don't have something already in mind or one in particular, which I think listening back to this podcast, maybe sense it or you could possibly guess it what quality I might mention. And I think the way the person I am, I'm quite rational, I would say. 
I'm logical. It's just my approach to, to things and into life is to be logical. So it's a quality which yeah I think I've developed or maybe I don't know from my experiences of maybe doing a technical kind of studies or maybe just growing up. I think I was always don't know, question things or always kind of ask why, why, why if you, this is this or, or ask why. So just the rational and logic. So I think it's a quality I take to my workplace, for example. And it does help me with my current career and analysis and such. So yeah, that's a quality. So I think. It relates to kind of what I mentioned before breaking things down and just going to the low level details and finding answers that way and, and using data and say that but yeah just my mindset I take a logical approach I like to break things down work things out or just like I said exam question just have the question written out and then just type out the answer or, or figure out the answer so logically I mean to be honest sometimes you can go the other way okay I mean, some people are maybe not the other way around but sometimes I can be too logical so sometimes I'm getting too much detail but sometimes you just it's better to keep it high level and maybe just not to be logical and maybe go with the flow as you can say but it's a quality I'd, I'd definitely like just to highlight by myself and maybe some of the listeners can I don't know just maybe not reflect but maybe if there are any situations they can maybe think okay what's the logical approach here? what's the question what's the problem here okay let's get together let's get the answer and the solution so yeah I think that's one of my biggest qualities especially the workplace I think hopefully my workplace can value that what I do I think the other thing I would probably mention another quality of mine I don't know how much it's relatable to what I just said the previous one but I think I'm quite perception or I don't know if it's a quality per se but in terms of having a long term view or if it's a goal and just kind of perceiving it or I don't know the right words to articulate it very well here but my perception yeah is just if you want something and just trying to figure out how to get it and just make it happen to get it has helped me what I've kind of achieved so far and going ahead just trying to perceive something into being <laughs> don't get too deep here but yeah so I think just on that point of perception because uh, everything I mean I think there's a quote I mean everything you see is I mean it's obviously a perspective everything you hear is an opinion so I like to everyone has their own perspective and their own opinions I'm not sure how related to maybe equality I'd say but I'd say having a different perspective try to change the status quo maybe I'm trying to get at here I mean, if things have always been done this way, if it's a workplace or in life, or things have questioned why, and just try to think differently, I suppose, it's my perception. I was trying to, you know, I think related to here is kind of just outside the box, I suppose. I don't know how, like I said, if I'm articulating very well, but it's just that what came to mind was perception. I think it's a quality of mind. I, I see things differently, I would say. I think everyone sees things differently, but I suppose when it comes to from what in the workplace, for example, or in your career, it's a good thing to if just to ask questions or to see okay if you're working with people and do things for the last it's a company on a culture or last few years things have been done this way but okay just okay think can things be done differently just using your perception of a problem I suppose so yeah I think I'll, I'll probably just close out those two yeah so I think just a rational approach so don't any of the listeners yeah just any things they face just be rational about it logical okay problem so find a solution this works for me and and just maybe yeah, some some folks can just think differently next time or well, i mean they might have already, i'm sure some of your listeners already do or can relate they can relate to me maybe on this one but yes yeah, so something I'd, I'd highlight i don't know if something can be learned as well most things can be learned it's all with experience of, 
probably so come some experience. Yeah, Tak, I'll leave you on that. I think, you know, and as well, like, you know, you've, you've mentioned like two solid ones because, you know, in the process, sometimes when we want to get things done, you know, we want to go and do everything. We try and get something done and obviously we don't go in. Obviously, and this, is obviously, this isn't like all things, but sometimes it works best to take things step by step. And when you tick off things that you wanted to do step by step, you know, it helps you see the bigger picture because you're like, you're working towards the end goal. So you have to go through the stages to get that done. And also as well, because I think this on your second point, I think it's obviously because it's what has been embedded into us like as engineers, even in how we just look at the way the world is right now. Like, you know, is there a way, like from things that exist, is there a way to think better, you know, simpler, more easily accessible? You know, what, what we, when we look at a system and we start to analyze, we start thinking, okay, what can we do to make it better, right? What can we do to make it simpler for people using it? And I think that's the overall intention of this is, is we find ways of simplifying, making things easier, Easier. And obviously things that are less complex, you know, we can make them significantly less complex, obviously. And, but we brainstorm how to do that and obviously go through that stage by stage to say, okay, this is the issue. This is what I want to introduce and then how it's going to benefit, how it should benefit and how people should use it to get the most out of it. And, you know, when you think along those lines, that then that helps us come up with an effective alternative. Yeah. Yeah. And solution. So I love those two. And obviously I think us as engineering broskies, you know, it's one of those that we can take apart. And I I'm pretty sure if the listeners like look at it from a third person perspective and you know if, if they're working on something and take things step by step and they can see the oh they know what they're looking at and what they want to do with an end in mind they can then also shape and say okay I've developed this is there a way of me potentially making it easier if there's any reason to you know you can explore that but if you don't feel like it's there is a need to fix something then you know it, it's something that you could always just keep in mind but obviously not actively take action into if it's working well and you don't see any need to change it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> that simplifies things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, man. So I think the next question, man, obviously will also like give you a bit of insight into what you're looking to do as well going forward. But what would you say? Is there any skill you're looking to learn or pick up, you know, going forward? Hmm. Let me let me think about that one. Okay. I think going forward. Yeah, I think I need to improve on the skill, which I, or something I'm aware of. It's a bit of a goal of mine. Expanding my network of meeting more people in different environments or not just focusing on my kind of technology industry, IT industry. Yeah, I just like to just, I think it goes back to just experience. I mean, I can maybe give an example. I mean, public speaking is one of the things I want to work on. I'm lucky in my kind of workplace, there's a few opportunities for me, which I've always taken up just to speak to the IT team or present something. I've had some good feedback, but uh, I still early days, I would say, or maybe of public speaking or I think maybe this comes to potentially looking obviously in, in a leadership role or a senior role right obviously it's kind of expected and to kind of obviously step up to play motivate people and such so I think linking those two things of having an opportunity to network and then speak in front of people and not just to present or talking about data analysis or IT technology so one thing I probably mentioned actually one thing I'm looking to do because say my brother started it first or got into first is this kind of public speaking course he, he did Toastmaster so it's a massive like global thing Toastmaster kind of club so he was going to attend one I didn't quite start myself but he's been on my radar for a while so I think going forward yeah it's a random one you might think <laughs> to mention but yeah I want to improve I would say my public speaking and any opportunity that I ever have if I'm out with friends in the restaurant whatever just kind of get better at that and the whole network thing yeah that's just when you meet people that 
every person, the way I look at it, every person knows something that you don't know. Simple as that. Just increasing speaking to your network of people, not just for school or college or your work, just in general. And just learning something from them is always it's a good thing. As I said, there's people doing things I don't know. So I'm keen on, on just, yeah, getting involved in just in those kind of networks. And I, I keep seeing the, the name or thinking about kind of IT and kind of what I'm doing and kind of the different networks or a lot of events. I said, a lot of events go on in technology, which is a great opportunity for you with my kind of workplace that I'm at. So that, I love those sort of things where you meet people for the similar industry in this case. I've learned new things, so developments are going on technology-wise and different companies or industries and such. So yeah, I think going forward, if those are key, two key things I want to get better at, continue essentially, I'm aware of them, I've been doing it, but I, I like to just put more time into it, I'd say, invest more time into it, because I think a lot can be gained from both things, looking ahead where I want to go, career-wise, or what I want to achieve. I think those are two key things uh, for myself. So yeah, I don't know if that's of interest to your listeners, uh, but yeah, networking and uh, yeah, public speaking, a chance to speak to people on any subject, anywhere, any place. So yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And I like how, you know, you've mentioned, you know, public speaking, because at some point, you know, hopefully, you know, touch wood, you know, you'll be doing TED Talks and delivering talks to groups of people, to crowds. I think, you know, on the Toastmasters piece, you know, that's a very, very good organization, obviously, to improve your public speaking and to help you deliver speeches and all that stuff. I think I was fortunate to be part of the Toastmasters group at my high school, you know, back in the day. Okay, I'd like to go for you. Yeah, I remember you were part of that. Sure, I think I definitely reach out to take this conversation offline on the Toastmasters element. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite interesting. You know, you, you really learn the values of public speaking and, you know, they teach you the basics how to become better things. So, you know, I, I really learned a lot from there. And I think naturally it's, it's just been, you know, being able to speak in front of large groups. I think, what was it as well? Inactus contributed, yeah. Yeah, so I would say you give yourself the time and, you know, the practice you need to become a professional public speaker. Obviously, it's, it's going to take time, but you know, I'm pretty sure you have all the capable skills to become a great public speaker as well. And, you know, on the networking side, bro, I mean, I think you're pretty good at networking, you know, from my viewpoint, you know, but it's understandable if you're saying that you want to get better at that because and obviously i'm here to help you out at any point if you ever need any help on both things so you know yeah, that's the first step acknowledging absolutely man absolutely so the fact that you've acknowledged those and you want to develop them you know it's, it's a good it's a very very good thing yeah so first step yeah yeah and by the time you learn it there'll be somebody else who wants to learn from you as well so that's quite crucial so you know we'll move on to the final question and then obviously in closing you know what inspiring words would you like to tell our listeners who are looking to improve themselves yeah, I think I can try to relate to, I think, the last few questions or I think every question I'm asked, I've taken the time to mention one key word for me or one thing or one theme, essentially. I suppose it's just the journey we're on. I'm not sure how inspirational this will be, but everyone will have own unique journeys here. So don't compare yourself. Just focus on your own lane. I kind of get support whenever you need and such. But just the whole thing of your journey, what was it you want to do? Have your goals kind of scoped out. You don't have to maybe go to low levels of, of every day, every week, every month what I want to do. It's just if you have high level a big goal in your life it's always on the radar it's always on the steer it's just something that can steer you towards where you want to be but I mean this is something for me personally obviously I have wants I want to achieve some people may not like, whatever they're doing in life it, it's completely fine it's just it's a whole thing of just understand okay everyone is different we'll have different wants and needs essentially and to maximise your pleasures or whatever your, your good experiences in life just double down or maximise them you always make the time for them I'm sure people do so yeah just that key thing essentially of the journey and I mean 
mean, the journey can change, which is good. You've got to be agile here. But as long as as long as you trust the process, essentially, of getting to a high level want or, or need, I'll, I'll close it off. And then just, I mean, one more thing to add here, but I think so we talked about failure, just that, on that topic. So just whatever it is that you're doing, it's just, it'd be very, very rare if you get it straight away to achieve it straight away. It's a process, essentially. It's a process of, of failure and, and then going from failure to failure to finally to success. You had a few stories of know, successful people, athletes they may be, or, or any celebrities. I was into actually reading some biographies or just reading up against certain people which I found interesting, athletes mostly. And, and they, they always talk about the process they went through of, of failure to failure before they got to where they are, the pinnacle of their career, wherever it is, or if it's the best boxer, footballer, or professional athlete is or the highest paid in a celebrity or actor wherever it is the common theme in terms of that didn't happen overnight it never does it's all a process and that process involves failure setbacks it's called temporary setbacks as failures sometimes perceive that differently or interpret that differently so i just acknowledge that and the faster the quicker you can get setbacks and or feedback if you're doing whatever you're doing and you get feedback which wasn't good would they go away okay that's feedback for learning i'll take it on i'll process it next time i'll do it differently and then if it doesn't work then it's a constant feedback it's called a refinement or i mean i don't talk to it here but it's an agile process right of getting better iterations so that process is just, yeah, like I said, if you start, trust that process, you take the feedback and don't take too long on it. I mean, some we do need time to process it, refine it and then get better and develop. And I'm sure you get where you need to get. It. And obviously that whole, what defines your success might be something small or little. It's different for everyone. Like I said, they all have different goals, wants, needs, whatever it is. But as long as you can define and, and, and achieve that, then that's fine. And if you trust the process, if it's motivating people, if it's your career, you're, if you're pursuing a career or whatever a career is or whatever you want to do essentially is whatever it is just achieving life or yeah i don't want to get too deep but it's just trust the process expect failure and take it on as good feedback and get better and i'm sure if you continue it keep the same motivations it's hard to at times i'm sure from top of experience you have those setbacks they can take a toll but if you just keep that motivation keep that drive trust the process and, and you get your end goal i'm sure of it absolutely bro and i like how you said you know people it's really really important you know we, we we stay focused on what our goals are and where we're looking to get with what we want to do that's also very very important and you know we we stick to our guns and you know it's important just focus on what we're working on and obviously reach out for support advice and guidance you know when we're in periods where, where we need it and obviously when we need it most as well and like on the piece about failure and it being like a temporary setback you know taking that into your stride when you're completing things like obviously there's more than one way to get things done so it's really really important that you know we make ourselves multi-dimensional and, and always thinking of the next best way of, of taking on something that you may have struggled to get across in the first place but then you find other ways to get through and you manage to complete that task you're working on and you feel so much more better you feel so much more accomplished that you never gave up and you continued working and making sure that you were able to get that thing that you're working on completed so that's really really important and thank you for sharing that bro yeah, no, no, just one more thing to add, I think you touched on a bit there, it's just, you don't, you might not have, people might not have the answers straight away, whatever you're going to do, or figure out, or achieve, you're not going to have all the answers straight away, so it goes back to the point of, just take that first step, and if you continue on that journey, you'd figure out a way to get what you want, so don't let those not having answers put you off and keep you kind of idle for too long and like I said this is easier said than done I mean, I'm just talking it's easy for me to say this but, but trust me I know from personally just taking that step is the hardest thing as I mentioned before and just constantly that person you're here talking to you okay I need you to have this first I need to know this first but sometimes that 
only take you so far planning that out scoping that out just uh, trusting yourself that's the number thing you just you know have faith in yourself and your capabilities and yeah just want to add that point in there Tag. absolutely man and I agree and you know we're taking things into our stride and obviously making sure that we work on them periodically and at a pace we're comfortable with as well so thank you for definitely sharing that so you know on that note we have now reached the end of today's episode of the potent podcast thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show i'd like to thank my guest and good brother robin for coming on thank you robin for joining me no, it's just a pleasure and uh, yeah, happy to share my experiences. I think that the potent podcast and, and what you have behind it, what you're trying to achieve and what it means for people is, is a great opportunity. So yeah, glad to be on it and whether we want to do a video session, I'm often happy to do that. Absolutely, Brennan. As we continue working, as I continue working on the podcast, definitely at some point in the future, we will be introducing video to the podcast to add a bit more life to the podcast as well. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to listen to, but if you're watching it as well, it'll be quite exciting. So thank you for joining me again make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apple spotify google podcast and youtube thank you all for listening till next time be well and take care it's your boy zeke gotta get it hey let me go off hey listen 24-7 still inside shit is strange you know i don't like to move around when i see changes but for now let the run continue it's amazing 2020, you gon' see what I bring to the table Okay, nah, maybe This is not a fable This is real life I can't talk no fairy tales, bruh Can't wait to show these labels what I made up huh? solid gold, take the make, bruh They've been telling me I changed Now you want some new shit Can't you see that new drip? Praying my solution Hope you get it too, bitch Yeah, I'm coming for everybody That's it, I'd lose, bitch That's including you, yeah The rest of y'all get with the movement can't you see I'm making moves and improvements? Locations to remote could be on the loose. You better check the news. I might have made a move. Yeah, listen. I can't be still inside. Now I get in practice. Still not doing damage. I can't take no chances. I ain't about that gram shit. I can't have too many people messing with the plan. Music by Zeke.